0: Hey everybody, it's Happy Friday! Yes, it's Friday. It is the end of the week. And if you're in the States, you're probably getting over the Thanksgiving hangover and your stick is probably bloated from all that turkey and stuffing and wine and all that stuff that I hope you enjoyed yourself and you had a great, great time and that you've reflected family, health, well-being, prosperity. That's what we really should be doing on Thanksgiving is looking back and thinking of the good. Problem is, uh, you know, this past year has been really rough, and you know, with you know, with our leader here in Canada, Mr. Justin Trudeau, or as I like to call him, King Justin, it's been very rough. Justin Trudeau won an election a year ago, and since then, has been sitting on his throne like a king, running this country. In an autocratic manner that's vile. Now, yeah, you could say it's a democracy, David, and you cannot, he can't do anything without legislation from, you know, from parliament and whatever. But Justin Trudeau walks around like his poop just doesn't smell, like he could do whatever he wants and likes to dictate to you and to me life how it should work. Give me a few examples. If you take a look at our statistics here at the Rant Network, and we're very proud to say that we're growing every single day with more listeners and more viewers. And the one podcast that got a lot of attention was what we talked about, the Freedom Convoy. And a shout out to my friend, Lisa Albert, lover. Great job, Lisa. We love you for for your support here. And you got the word out to to the truckers. There's a word called fashla. It's 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 nonsense. It's it, it lies. It's 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 it, it concoction, if you will, and that is what Justin Trudeau and his merry band of cohorts did. And if you don't believe me, take a look at Rex Murphy in the National Post yesterday, and he wrote that Trudeau's national emergency was a pure concoction of political convenience. So if you go back to you know uh, the you know the, this past winter. When the convoy came to Ottawa, initially, this convoy was about protesting COVID. The the, the the choking restrictions that this government put in. And they, like any, any other democracy, had the right to protest. Now, that a bunch of fringe folks came around and wanted to bandwagon on this. It's sucks. But the essence of the Freedom Convoy was to protest Justin Trudeau and his autocratic methods of imposing ridiculous sanctions, imposing ridiculous you know, ways of life. during COVID. And yet we as good Canadians were supposed to go, Yeah, yeah, all good, good, thank you, Justin. Really, we love you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Now, there's a commission out there because Justin Trudeau decided to declare the Emergencies Act. The Emergencies Act essentially suspends all civil rights in order to deal with this situation. He learned it from his daddy. His daddy did it in 1970. But in 1970, it was legitimate. There was a genuine threat. We saw a death of a a member of the National Assembly. We saw how they threatened by blowing things up. There was a threat. He imposed the Emergencies Act at the time in 1970. It was October 1970. And it made sense to deal with this real threat. Justin took a page out of his daddy's book and said, hey, how do I control this situation? And his merry band of cohorts said the Emergencies Act makes a lot of sense. This way, if we position these people as terrorists, racists, MAGA, Canadian version of the MAGAs that we have in the United States, what the heck? Let's do it. So if you look at the, here, this commission right now, this commission is basically treading deep, deep, deep proof that there really wasn't this so-called conspiracy. Now, if you're listening to part of this commission, oh, my God, the fringe, the extremists, da-da-da-da-da-da. Were they really going to kill Justin Trudeau? No. One Nazi flag was flown, and all of a sudden, oh my God, we've got rape. Everybody's a racist. No. Once again, it was proof positive of how Justin wanted to control. You see, Justin got a taste of autocracy during COVID when he was able to suspend Parliament, which he bitched th- at Prime Minister Harper at the time for suspending democracy. But he did it in the name of COVID. And now he didn't have to pass legislation. And he didn't have to go through parliamentary procedure. He could be King Justin. Exactly what he wanted. Full, unwavering, unchallenged control. And this emergencies act by by these, these, these freedom convoy people threatened them. And as a result, Justin put in this emergencies act, thanks to his cohorts in Ottawa, who said this was a good idea. And now as we hear to the commission, and we listen to what they found, what the Canadian CSIS found, and what the police did and whatever, you're hearing more and more that this was not necessary. But Justin did this and goes, oh yes, perfect. Justin Trudeau is a terrible leader. Justin Trudeau is a, a, a drama teacher Turn politician, turned megalomaniac. Loves the control, loves the power. Last month, Justin took off. During, well, this month, I should say, during Remembrance Day. And I get it. There were these global conferences. There was the COP27. There was the environmental one in which he got on his plane with how many, how many different people on a plane, and the carbon footprint that they created to go to Sharm el Sheikh in Egypt to sit and talk with all of everybody and be a bear, you know they say we're going to be wonderful, we're going to reduce carbon emission. Another bunch of shoveling of lies. Thank you, Justin. And then he goes to the G20. This is the twenty most powerful economies in the world, including China. Justin Trudeau has the audacity. As an intestinally challenged individual in terms of his strength and his attitude, he goes up to Premier Xi of China and challenges him. And it was caught on video, and you could see him there talking to Xi. But there's a code within the democracy, in the, in the so-called diplomatic world, not democracy, the, democratic, the diplomatic world, sorry, in which... You don't exactly expose that conversation. You don't call them out necessarily. Justin did. And G is looking going, let me say something. I got a population of 1.8 billion. I got the second largest economy in the world. You, Canada, have you're part of the G7, you're, you, you're whatever, but you're like 37 million people. I can crush you. That's how you act. Justin thinks he's gonna tell the whole world how to act. And he's challenging if G was a proof that you know what? You don't go into a knife fight with a butter knife. You don't. But that's what Justin did. He embarrassed himself on the world stage. Justin is an embarrassment. He did it when the Queen, if you remember, Queen Elizabeth was, you know, passed away. And he's in a lobby singing Bohemian Rhapsody because the band is Queen and it was his tribute to Queen Elizabeth. Embarrassment. Here he is again, embarrassing Canada on the world stage. Canada was a leader at one point in a diplomatic peacekeeping mission. We were a world leader. We were a model. Justin has completely ruined our world presence. Countries around the world do not trust Justin anymore. Look what he's done in the Middle East. Look what he's done in China. Look what he's done all all over the world. He's an embarrassment. He will tell you what to do, but he won't do it. He will act like a king and tell you where you're wrong. Christy Freeland, the so-called heir apparent, she was brought on and I think that Justin was frankly threatened by her, and now he's kind of distancing her. Her comment that she wants to now they had NATO doesn't surprise me. No king likes to have their heir apparent, so obvious. No autocratic ruler wants their heir apparent so close. Now, I'm not saying she's going to go and have a civil war with Justin Trudeau, but that's in his mind. Take a page out of Fidel Castro. Take a page out of, you know, Stalin. Take a page out of all. You keep your, you know, your friends close and your enemies closer. But get rid of your opponents because you cannot be threatened. This past year with Justin Trudeau has been a disaster on the economy side. Our inflation is through the roof. And while Pierre poliev used that coin, that term, just inflation, and he did not to use that in Parliament, Justin got offended His feelings got hurt. Just inflation, it's not my fault. Don't blame me for the war in Ukraine. Don't blame me for for oil prices. Don't blame me, don't blame me, don't blame me. But when asked to freeze gas taxes, oh no, we can't do that. Why not? Because then you won't have enough money to send checks to people. Because that's what you did. You tried to bribe people for votes. You're every single time Justin's asked a question about finances, money, whatever. He runs away. He doesn't doesn't care about monetary policy. It's not in his mind. Because it's not him who's going to have to pay when this is all said and done. It's you and me. And his way of hitting you, let's put a tax. Carbon tax, yes. Because the way we're going to solve all of our environmental problems is if we tax people. It's not the rich that are getting hurt. It's you and me. It's the everyday person who just can't afford these ridiculous increases. And while gas has come down a little bit, Justin's carbon tax that he's put in all but three provinces now is hurting people, everyday people. Not just gas that you put in your car, but the cost of transportation has impacted food. The cost of transportation has impacted Our everyday lives. Transit authorities are raising prices because they don't have a choice. They can't afford to put more gas in these buses. And while, yes, ideally we should be all going electric and using alternative energies, the conversion cost is absurd. We're still gas dependent. And it's going to take years before we get off of this. So instead of making it easier, Justin made it harder financially harder, painfully harder, disgustingly harder. And he doesn't have a single ounce of remorse because he gets to sit in there until the next election. And that's the other thing. His alliance with the NDP just shows that he really doesn't care about you and me. He cares about himself. He wants to sit on his throne, and he gave the NDP whatever they wanted, just so he can be in power. No challenges. That's what an autocratic leader does. Keeps their enemies closer, they can continue to rule. Justin is an embarrassment. And I wanna say this, many Canadians today are complaining about Justin Trudeau. How many of you though voted for liberals though? How many of you who are now complaining voted for him, his party? Because yes, while you vote in your writing for the person you want to represent you in parliament, you are voting also for a party. And a good friend of mine who ran for the conservatives lost votes because they didn't like Aaron O'Toole. Because a vote for him was also a vote for Aaron O'Toole. So if you voted liberal, then you voted for Justin too. You wanted Justin in. The attitude of, oh, the conservatives are terrible, they're, they're dangerous, they're, they're going to they're screw us. That was a media fictional creation, and Justin helped to create that fiction. The reality is that the liberals today are dangerous, and Justin is the leader of that danger. We need to send a message that we won't tolerate this. If you did vote for your liberal MP, then you need to hold your MP accountable. Promises were made and they're not being kept. It's costing you more. It's hurting you more. And on an international scale, we're an embarrassment. I used to say Canadians are nice and polite. This one's not so nice and polite right now. I'd like to see Justin voted out of power. I'd like to see the Liberals out. Because frankly, they're dangerous. And they're going to hurt Canadians if they don't change. That's it for me. Have yourself a wonderful weekend, ladies and gentlemen. Catch you on the other side. Talk to you on Monday. Enjoy the weekend. Stay safe. Stay warm wherever you are.